Moving mountains, you can, you can stay in your Superman costume. You don't have to go back to Clark Kent. Hello, and thank you for joining me again for another episode of Moving Mountains Podcast. Once again, I'm Trishina Barzar-Hunter, Master Certified Transformational Life Coach, Emotional Intelligence Coach, as well as Relationship and Sexuality Coach. I know you could spend your time doing anything and listening to anyone, but I appreciate you for being here and listening with me. I certainly hope that this episode provides you some value, helps you to make some change and move mountains in your life. Hey, beautiful ones. I want to thank you for joining me again for another episode of Moving Mountains podcast here on the Anchor app. This app has made it really easy for me to be able to bring you what I hope is great information that can bring positive transformation and change to your life. If you haven't done so, make sure that you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And I want to thank you again for tuning in with me and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, beautiful people. I have been absent from you for about three weeks and I owe you an apology because I promised you some new sexuality content, some improving of sexual behaviors and um, male insecurities when it comes to sexuality and some other things like that. And at this time, it has not quite manifested because we're in the middle of a pandemic and we just went through an election and it's thrown us completely all off balance. So my apologies to all of you that listen to me regularly that I have not been able to deliver that content to you. And I have to be honest when I say that I have been struggling myself to figure out what it is I am supposed to share with you. I don't take the work that I do in this podcast or as a life coach lightly. And it's of extreme importance to me that every time you listen to me, every time somebody has a session with me, that I'm adding value, that I'm helping them create purpose or find healing. And that after you listen to my podcast, you are better than you were before in some way, shape or form. You've learned something, you've grown, or you figured out somehow that you can let something go. And it's the same thing with my coaching and what I do with all of my clients. Over the last couple of weeks, I would say at least half of my clients that have been reaching out to me are saying they feel stuck. They don't know how to move forward. They don't understand why no matter how many job applications they're putting in, the jobs aren't coming. They don't understand why they can't get out of this funk that they're in. They don't understand why their kids are failing in school when they always were doing excellent. and had excellent grades and I deal with moms that feel like failures because their kids are struggling. So we're going to kind of talk briefly today about how we get through this, what we're told is our new normal, or at least our temporary new normal. 
we just went through the election. And for a lot of us, it was really stressful. It was really stressful to know if we were going to go through another four years as people of color of being hated and in danger every single day of our lives. And when I say that, I don't mean by any stretch of the imagination that by the election of Joe Biden, that all of that's going to go away. The difference is, is that we won't have somebody at the head of the country and the White House igniting violence against brown and black people. So I will admit that I spent a good week myself kind of stuck and frustrated about the state of our country and where it's going. I have a 17-year-old daughter that's looking to go into the military. And naturally, I am looking at this election like, what is going to happen to my kid when this is all over? How are we going to get past this if we go another four years in this condition, in this country? And I live in Arizona and COVID is spreading and tripling here as it is across the country. And our governor has basically stuck his head in the sand and said he's not going to do anything about it. He's pretty much with the lame duck president, as MSNBC calls him, and put his head in the sand and went on vacation to celebrate his anniversary instead of dealing with the pandemic here in Arizona. So I say all that to say that like you, for the past several weeks, I've been stuck. I've been stuck. What information can I possibly give you when we are all in this same boat? That's we're all in the same boat trying to get rid of water with buckets, basically. But there's hope. You know, if you're a parent and you're worried about the fact that your child is failing or struggling right now. Remember that in none of our lifetimes did we ever imagine that in elementary school, in middle school, our kids would be doing virtual learning, trying to figure out math, reading, science, online. And this environment, the teachers weren't trained for this or prepared for it. And certainly our kids were not as well. And then our kids have the psychological component because they're used to going to school to see their friends. That excitement is gone because they're doing it from the kitchen table or from their bedroom. And they miss their friends. They miss human contact. And we are in this situation right now, but we have to understand that the effects of what we're facing right now, especially as it relates to our children, are going to be far reaching. Because our children right now are in isolation. A lot of them aren't getting the socialization that school is meant to provide. They're not making new friends. They're not learning how to build trust and positive, positive relationships and good friendships and making good choices when they're outside the home because so many of our kids are in the home trying to figure out how to learn from a computer screen. A screen that we're told we're supposed to limit our kids' screen time and now we have no way of doing that because that's their mode of learning. 
I know our teachers are overworked. I know our teachers are challenged. Here in Arizona, we had multiple sports coaches in high school that have passed away from COVID-19. My daughter's math teacher, her husband, was in ICU over the summer. So we have stressed out and stretched teachers. We have our children trying to learn in an environment that they were not meant to learn in. We have several states that do not have a plan. We have an entire country that does not have a plan. We have an entire country that is stuck with no plan, no path, no leadership. But we're home trying to make it work. Whatever your family dynamic is, that's what we're doing. We're home trying to make it work. Some of us are single parents. Some of us have husbands and you know, husbands or wives. Some of us have blended families. But we're all here trying to figure out how to do this. So many people lost their jobs and I talked to my clients and they're like, you know, I had this great paying job and it's gone. And now I don't know what to do. I've worked three jobs almost my entire life and now I can't find one. I'm stuck. What do I do? I can't help my kids with math because they're not understanding it in an online environment. I feel like I'm a terrible mother. I'm stuck. What do I do? Last week, as it all went on, and I was coaching, and it's been, it's been busy lately. It's been busy. I have been extremely blessed and favored to be able to help other people because the work that I do is not, a, it's not something that I'm just supposed to have. It's an honor. It's a gift. It's a privilege. So I don't take the work that I do lightly. But as I'm serving my clients and I'm trying to help them get past being stuck help them get past self-loathing, lack of self-confidence, feeling like they aren't worth anything and they can't do anything right. I was dealing with a child that had hives. My, my poor baby was stuck with hives from the top of her forehead to her kneecaps for a week. And as her mom, I couldn't do anything about it, so I felt stuck, unable to move forward, almost paralyzed. Because unlike... A year ago, we're in a place where we're stuck. And for the most part, we have nowhere to go. We have nowhere to go because a lot, lots of places have closed down. Some of our favorite small and local businesses are no longer operating. We're told not to go visit our friends. We're told that we're not supposed to have any gatherings more than six people. We're not supposed to have Thanksgiving the way that we are known to do it. We're supposed to have Thanksgiving via Zooms. And I don't refute science. And I, and I don't deny COVID. So I'm not, I'm not here to tell you what you should do with your holiday plans. Or with your life or with your kids or where you go. I'm just stating what I'm seeing here and what I'm hearing and what I'm reading and what I get from my clients when they call me. And they're feeling stuck. They're feeling unworthy of absolutely anything because what they were able to do a year ago, they are no longer able to do.
And I know you're tired. I absolutely know you're tired. But I challenge you while you're feeling stuck to forgive yourself. To stop feeling like you aren't enough for your family, for yourself, or for those around you. And to know that you aren't alone. What you're feeling is valid. If you are sad, it's valid. If you're hurting, it's a valid feeling. If you're disappointed, it's valid. But at the same time, know that you aren't alone. And that there is always going to be a shift. I can't promise you when that shift will come, but I can promise you that it will. Patience is hard and it's even harder during hard times. When we're spread so thin trying to navigate circumstances we never thought we would see. Patience is hard. And the people we are least patient with are ourselves and then our loved ones. But you can do this. Whoever is listening right now, you can do this. I know a lot of people that have kind of thrown in the towel. They're not even getting up every day and getting dressed anymore because we've gotten to the point that what exactly is the point? Why am I getting dressed? Why am I doing my hair? Why am I even bothering to do anything but wear sweats because... I feel like I've lost everything. I've lost normalcy. I've lost time with family and friends and loved ones. I've lost my job. My kids are struggling and I don't know how to help them. I don't know how to make it better. So what's the point in trying? And I'll tell you, here's the point. The point in trying. The point in trying is that This will pass and you'll get through it if you don't give up. This is not going to all go away at once. It's going to take us all collectively doing the right things, taking the right precautions, following the guidance that we do get for those of us that are getting guidance from our state or aren't. Just take the first step every day. You don't have to move the whole entire mountain that you're facing or the four or five mountains that you're facing because there's so much shit going on. I encourage you just to take the first step. If you're out of work or the kids are struggling with school, try to keep a routine. Get up in the morning and get dressed. Do your hair. Wash your face. Get the kids up, get dressed, do their hair. Because it's a sense of normalcy and it's a sense of purpose. And it will change how you feel even just a little bit and that'll be worth it. And at night when you lay down and you want to cry yourself to sleep because you just can't go on. 
Be kind to yourself and forgive yourself and remember who you are. Because this pandemic, these new circumstances, because I refuse to say it's our new normal, but these current circumstances that we're facing will not be forever. And soon you will get back what you've lost. It may not look exactly like it did before. But as long as you keep taking a step and you keep trying, you'll make it to the other side of this. If you're in darkness and you don't take a step, you can't come out on the other side. You're just going to be sitting in darkness. If you're in darkness and you don't take a step and then another step to come out on the other side, you're just going to be sitting in darkness. You cannot control the government. You cannot control this pandemic. You cannot control what's happening to our kids in terms of their learning. You can control treating yourself with love as much as you can. You can control being patient with you. You can control being patient with your spouse. You can control being patient with your kids. You can control getting up every day and at least pretending that it might be a normal day by getting up, getting dressed, taking a shower. And the next step may be to go cook breakfast or to go look for a job. Or maybe it's just to sit down and help your kids navigate their homework. But try to do one thing of purpose each day, even if it looks nothing like the purpose you had a year ago. This will pass. It's not hopeless. And it's not over. You just have to keep putting one foot in front of the other to get through it. Families are learning things about each other because they've been stuck together for months. Learning new things that got on your nerves that you didn't know before. Try to practice forgiveness. Start with you first. Forgive yourself for not being able to do what you did a year ago. Forgive yourself for feeling like it's your fault that you lost what you lost along this journey. Take time away from social media. Try to read for 10 minutes. Just read a good book, 10 minutes a day. Write down every day, journal. Journal five things every day that you like about you. Write down five things every day that you accomplished, even if it's just you took a shower, you helped your kids with your homework, you cooked dinner. Write down your accomplishments, no matter how big or small they are. And cherish those around you. If that's, I mean, there's one thing we have to learn from that. A quarter of a million people in the U.S. have now died from COVID-19. A quarter of a million families are about to go through the holidays with a loved one missing. And that hurts like hell. 
So cherish yourself. Cherish yourself. Because you deserve to be cherished. And cherish those that you love. Be patient and kind to yourself. Be patient and kind to those around you. Take a few minutes when you feel yourself crashing and frustrated and wanting to lash out. Take a few minutes. Saw one woman say the other day that she felt like her life was perfect, but and she felt bad because her life is supposed to be perfect by all standards, perfect husband, perfect kids. But she was sitting in the gas station parking lot crying for an hour. It's okay to cry if you need to. Even if you have by society standards or your mom's standards or your dad's standards, everything you're supposed to have. It's okay to feel unhappy. It's okay to have to cry. It's okay to be frustrated. It's, it's absolutely okay to just be pissed off. We were supposed to be beyond all this now. We were supposed to be growing and moving forward again, and we're not. The holidays are coming, and we have no clue what that's going to look like. We have no clue how we're going to get our family through it. Take joy where you can find it. Write it down and hold on to it. Even if it's just a sliver of light, write it down and hold on to it. But absolutely keep taking your steps. Even if it's just making yourself take a shower and put on something other than sweats every day. To give yourself a sense or at least the idea that you're going somewhere. That you're doing something. None of us were prepared for this. There's nothing that our parents could have taught us to prepare us for this. Our grandparents could have taught us to prepare us for this. So we are all learning this together. Individuals, families, husbands, wives, children, teachers. We are all learning all of this and how to get through this together. And if there's one thing we have learned from this is that we cannot do this alone. We weren't meant to do this alone. So stop blaming yourself for not being able to carry this burden by yourself. For feeling down, for feeling frustrated, for feeling angry. Your feelings are there as a guide. Let them be your guide. Just don't let them be your master. I appreciate every one of you that listens to this podcast. And again, please accept my sincere apologies for skipping three weeks of talking with you. But I wanted to make sure I could give you something of value, something you could hold on to, something that would help you take the next step. I don't take any of you lightly. And I hope to hear from all of you soon. If you have enjoyed this episode and you want to keep in contact with me, you can locate me both on Facebook and Instagram. The handles on both of those sites are going to be at Moving Mountains Coach. My website is www.movingmountainslifecoach.com. Again, 
www.movingmountainslifecoach.com. I do look forward to hearing from you. Reach out to me, subscribe, comment, let me know what you think, share it with your friends. And of course, if you'd like to book a one-on-one session with me, I am available. Go to my website, contact me on Facebook or Instagram. I am happy to chat with you and get you booked for a free introductory discovery session in terms of what it's like to work with a master certified life coach. Have a great day. And remember, every mountain can be moved if you are willing to take the first step.